Hello and welcome to Eye on Africa here on France 24. I'm Fraser Jackson. Your headlines across the continent this evening. Uganda's move to close the UN's human rights office in the country has sparked backlash from opposition leaders and activists. The government says it no longer needs the presence, but opponents say it signals the country's worsening rights record. Our team in Togo have a report on how one village is tackling the rising numbers of teenage pregnancies among the community. And we'll go to Cape Town, where sailors in the world's toughest boat race have just docked. They now prepare for a record-breaking stint that will see them travel the long way around, all the way to Brazil. But first, in Uganda, rights defenders are worried about the country's worsening rights record. Opposition leaders have decried the government's announcement that it would effectively close the UN's human rights office in the country. The government said this was because the UN's presence was no longer necessary due to the progress made in local ability to monitor human rights compliance. Carolyn Lambley has more. It has highlighted instances of torture and illegal detentions. Now, the UN's local human rights office in Uganda faces closure. One rights defender said the decision to shut the office was contradictory. Now it is the time to rebuild that. It is the time to extend expertise, technical assistance to those institutions to rebuild the sector to what we should be expecting. However, this is the time when government also makes a decision that that office is not required. The government justified its decision by invoking the prevailing peace throughout the country, in addition to the presence of what it described as a vibrant civil society and strong national human rights institutions. But in a climate of growing tensions, activists say they're worried. In 2021, the authorities suspended the operations of 54 NGOs. They invoked a range of reasons, including non-compliance with regulations requiring NGOs not to be involved in politics. Ugandan opposition leader Bobby Wine reacted to the latest decision by urging the international community to do more. We think that the regime in Uganda should be isolated by all democracy-seeking people, by all people that have respect for human rights, democracy and the rule of law. Wine was arrested several times during the campaign for the last presidential election, in which he finished runner-up. Two attacks have killed 19 people in Burkina Faso last week, nine of whom were volunteers with the armed forces. One attack on Thursday saw 100 armed men surge into a village in pickup trucks, opening fire before taking on the security forces. Burkina Faso has been rocked by jihadist violence in recent years, but chose to end a security arrangement with French forces weeks ago. Western nations are concerned about the increasing influence of the Russian paramilitary group Wagner on the continent. But Burkina Faso has said there are no Wagner mercenaries operating in the country. A trial has opened in Chad with hundreds of alleged rebels standing accused of having, quote, assassinated former President Idris Deby. Deby was killed in 2021 whilst commanding forces fighting against rebels in the north of the country. His death was announced just a day after being declared the winner of an election, which gave him his sixth term in office. While his son then assumed office to head what was billed as a transitional military council. That was meant to be until free elections could be called, but their mandate was extended last October, sparking international opposition. 
Tunisians are increasingly feeling the brunt of a growing economic crisis. Rising prices, inflation and low salaries have seen the standard of living drop drastically in recent years. And many are losing faith in the government's ability to rescue the economy. Laurent Berstecker has more. Lassad Mejri has long struggled to cope with the basic costs of living in Tunisia. But in recent years, the 57-year-old street cleaner has been forced to tighten the purse strings even more and barely earns enough to feed his family. I can't buy basic products like vegetables anymore. My family is hungry. We can no longer eat three meals a day. Like many Tunisians, Mejri has been feeling the pinch of inflation. Amplified by the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as the global surge in prices, it's now hovering between 10 and 20 percent. Unemployment also remains high, and the country has begun experiencing shortages of food and medicine. Vendors at this street market say customers are now more hesitant to buy goods due to rising prices. Some have even begun looking for a way out. I need to leave this country. I have a family. I'm seriously considering emigrating. I'm doing everything I can, but I can no longer cope with the rising prices. An economic crisis in the making, which many blame on the government. Tunisia has long been pushing for an international bailout in order to avoid bankruptcy, but the country's ongoing political turmoil has left lenders skeptical of Kais Sayed's capacity to enact reforms. Every year in Togo, there are an average of 5,000 cases of teenage pregnancy. But the numbers have soared over the last two years, forcing one far-flung village to start an initiative to curb the rising numbers. Priscilla Olympio has this report. Last year, nearly 15 minors became pregnant in Bicha Bay, a remote area in northwest Togo. This 15-year-old girl in year six is interviewed by a village committee responsible for investigating teenage pregnancies. The committee is set up to protect young girls so that their families do not abandon them and to make sure that the boyfriend's family does not abandon them financially either. The father and his family refuse to recognize the child. If the paternity is confirmed, the committee will try to convince the family to fulfill their financial obligation. They will have to deal with the pregnancy. Pregnant minors are often treated with contempt by the community. Although abortion is illegal in Turgo, except in cases of rape, some desperate teenagers risk dangerous backstreet termination. At some point, parents stopped putting their daughters in school for fear they would get pregnant. This is why we set up this support system within the village. This teen's family disowned her when she became pregnant. No longer able to pursue her dream of becoming a midwife, today she raises awareness among young people about sexual responsibilities. With the help of other girls and mothers, she discusses abstinence, condoms and the consequences of dropping out of school. 
In the case they get pregnant, they are told to go to the health centre for prenatal consultations and to continue their studies after the delivery. To try and break the taboo surrounding sex, young sexual health campaigners organise discussions and sometimes even hand out condoms at the market. At the hospital, we put down their names before giving out condoms. So young people are afraid to go there. They're ashamed. The Togolese government says that in 2021, schools reported more than 5,000 cases of unwanted pregnancies. These led to one in three girls dropping out of education in that year alone. And finally, if you think you've had a hard day, get a boatload of this. The Ocean Race is widely considered the toughest boat race in the world. And for its 50th anniversary, the tri-annual challenge is the toughest yet. The second leg of the adventure saw two French teams arrive into Cape Town just 16 minutes apart. That's after a 17-day sail from the Cape Verde Islands. Well, the teams now have two weeks to recoup and repair before the toughest leg in the race's history. A 23,000-kilometre month-long race around past Australia, across the Pacific Ocean, to Brazil, passing all three Great Capes en route. Take a listen to one of the sailors just after they touched land for the first time in over two weeks. It was the first time arriving in Cape Town for four of us from our crew. And when we were here today, about three hours before we arrived, there were some clouds and we saw the mountains coming out of the clouds. It was wonderful. There were seals and sea lions coming out of the water. And it was a very, very beautiful moment. I think I'll stick to dry land. Thank you. That's it for now. Stay tuned to France 24. More news coming up next.